0: What is up everyone? Welcome back to the Talking Sports podcast right here on YouTube, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Man, we have an episode for you. Obviously, we do these episodes every single year we've done the podcast. We've been breaking down most of the regular season, most of the playoffs, in the National Football League, but it's time for the Super Bowl. So, Obviously, you guys can tell by the title. You know what time it is. It's the Super Bowl. We're going to be breaking down the 49ers and Chiefs, uh, giving you guys our thoughts on the games, some X factors that if you follow us on social media, you did see that. And we'll give you our predictions. Jared, how are we doing? And obviously, I just mentioned social media. So where can everyone follow us on social yeah, media? Yeah, guys. We are on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter
1: at Talking Sports PD. Um, we you know post a lot more content there. I sound like a broken record sometimes, but please uh, follow us on the social medias Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Stay up to date with all our posts, all our content. Um, we do more than just YouTube videos and podcasts. So follow us on social media at Talking Sports PD.
0: Yep. And it's the Super Bowl. And this is, look, I'm paraphrasing. I have no idea if this is true, but it feels like this sporting event is probably the most gambled and bet on and wagered on sporting event in america i can't speak for the world cup and i can't speak for all this stuff but in american sports this is the most uh gambled place where people bet on what color the gatorade is at the end whoever wins yeah or how long right the now, national anthem is yeah and right now you can get clear gatorade at plus a thousand so see some value there i was reading that this morning but with that being said guys Use code TSB to go on UnderdogFantasy.com. I was looking today; they have some great promos, some great stuff coming up this weekend. Look, it's their Super Bowl for them as well. This is a big time for them. Make sure you guys hop on over to UnderdogFantasy.com. Use code TSB, and you will get your deposit 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 matched up to $100, starting at ten. Get on there. Link is in the description, or just go in the app store and type in Underdog Fantasy. Okay. Without boring you with all that stuff. The reason you guys clicked on this episode, if it's on audio, if it's on video, Chiefs, 49ers, we're going to keep this simple, Jar. like we always do. Yeah. Well, what do you like?
1: All right. So I'll just start off by you know talking about the 49ers um, and their path to get here. I don't think they have played – I mean, I don't think they didn't play a defense on the caliber of the Chiefs defense. They played the Green Bay Packers. D- defenses are all right, much better than the the Lions who they play in the next round. So they still have yet to kind of play a legit top defense in this league. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking about the Lions 49ers game. We could we're kind of like dead on. Like the Lions come out the gates, come out of the gates hot. They score early. They're like the better team in the first half in majority of their games. But it's how they come out in the second half, which wasn't it was kind of what we were kind of talking about with the Lions and the 49ers we mentioned were like the team that if they went down early they're still not out of the game because of that drought and that's exactly like how this game is scripted that game lions scored basically all the points in the first half 49ers didn't lose you know confidence or anything stuck to their game plan and they scored like all the points in the second half yeah. and got the win. So But then, again, that's against a defense that struggles, especially in the secondary when, you know, Mm -hmm. teams down, they're throwing the ball a lot. That secondary is just wasn't good, and it showed. But now they come into – not come into Kansas City. They come into the Super Bowl against the Chiefs defense, whose secondary, though, their strongest point and strongest part of that defense and one of the best secondaries in the game. So that's something to look at, like, they had not played a top caliber defense like this Chiefs team
0: Yeah, dude you we'll we'll, st- we'll stick with the I should preface we'll stick with the 49ers for right now and right now if you guys are it's, we're recording on Wednesday night you guys will be seeing this Thursday morning the 49ers are currently minus two and a half obviously that is subject to change up until Sunday evening but look you and I we watched the 49ers game together right mm-hmm. and that first half was I think was shocked we were kind of shocked uh yeah. how Detroit came out even though we did talk about Detroit being more of a first-half team. We were
1: more shocked at how, like, the 49ers didn't come out.
0: Yes, exactly, how their defense didn't look great, and I want to touch on that in a second because that might be even a bigger storyline heading into this game. But, look, the 49ers, they battled back, uh, and it's one of those – it's – look, Detroit came out firing in that first half, and then they made some very questionable calls in the second half. Look, I'm not going to go on this – Thread because people have been talking about it left and right. Oh, should they have went for it? Or should they have not went for? It? Look, we're not a Detroit Lions podcast. They're out. We're not there's nothing we can do about this at that moment. We're not gonna sit here and debate it. But the 49ers were really gifted some potential opportunities, and Detroit not getting that first fourth down that they went for earlier in the second half, mm-hmm. flipped the whole momentum, and the 49ers were off and running, and they ended up winning that game, right? Let's talk about their defense, JR, because their 49ers offense, I think th- they're starting to click. They're starting to get a little – their groove. I think maybe if that second half, if they can kind of bottle that into a full game, that's kind of who they are. Look, 49ers, you said the Chiefs secondary is very good. That is true. Look, I would look for the 49ers to probably rely on Christian McCaffrey. They would rely on Christian McCaffrey even if they're playing the number one Russian defense yeah. ever. They're still giving the ball to Christian McCaffrey. That's their butter. So – they're going to do that but I want to talk about the 49ers defense because they looked shell shocked in that first half against Detroit they were they were getting destroyed in the middle of the field by Fred, with with Fred Warner and uh, Dre Greenlaw they were getting destroyed in the secondary their pass rush wasn't that good and the Chiefs offense hasn't been great like it was good against Buffalo it was not good against Baltimore and I think that is probably not talked about enough They only scored 17 points against Baltimore, but the 49ers can't have that defensive performance again. Mm -hmm. Like that just can't be a thing. I don't know if you want to get into that type of shootout. And obviously we know the chiefs, Travis Kelsey, they like to exploit the middle of the field. And I thought the 49ers against the lions were very, very vulnerable uh, against that middle of the field.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, give the Lions credit. I know we're not talking about the Lions. I'm just talking in the terms of that defense. They do have a lot of weapons on that team. A lot of mm-hmm. people to give the ball to, and you know Ben Johnson, great offensive coordinator. He knows how to, you know, get cute with some plays, and he gets he make usually draws up great plays, gets people open. But like you said, yeah, the middle of the field, that's gonna be a problem when you're playing Travis Kelsey. Uh, he eats up the middle of the field, gets open. Mm-hmm. 10-yard plays, 15-yard plays, picks up first downs. The only difference is, like, the, the Chiefs, they have the, the very similar, like, offense where they get, they're unique with a lot of their plays, kind of like the Lions were. But I just, they don't have the weapons the Lions do. So when this defense can kind of, I mean, I still, like, when you're playing the Chiefs, you say it a lot, it's easy to say, like, yeah, just have eyes on Travis Kelsey the whole time and make other guys make plays. But that's kind of like exactly what you got to do. Like, yeah, like, like you said, in the middle of the field, eyes on Kelsey, make sure he's, you know, accounted for at all times. And I feel like that's the main problem. Other than that, like, it's not like they have like a a Monroe St. Brown on that team. They don't have like a Jameer Gibbs receiving wise on that team Mm -hmm. so like just simple simplify that defense and yeah kind of key on and that number one target of kelsey and kind of force other guys to step up in that way you know what i mean
0: yeah no look i don't know if this is crazy to say but is and i think you were maybe potentially alluding to this but didn't want to say it because it's 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 a tough statement to say but Mm -hmm. I, I do think the 49ers – I know – sorry. I do think the Lions' defense is harder to deal with than the Chiefs. The right, Lions' offense is oh, harder yeah. to deal with. No, no, sorry. <laughs> the Lions' defense – no, no. this is – no. Sorry, I'm going back here. I'm restating this because I was I was going somewhere and I not mm-hmm. want to go there. The Lions' weapons mm-hmm. are harder to deal with than the Chiefs' weapons. Yeah. The difference what the Chiefs have that the Lions don't is Patrick Mahomes. And I think we've seen in these playoff games – that Patrick Mahomes is virtually impossible to sack. Yeah. He's he's not a runner. He can run, but he's a he he is great at extending plays behind the line of scrimmage, giving hims giving his receivers like Travis Kelsey, like Valdez like, like Rasheed Rice chances to get open, and eventually the coverage breaks down because you just can't you can't cover forever. So yeah. I do think the 49ers, the Lions weapons were. Harder to are going to be were harder to deal with the 49ers than what they're going to face on Sunday night with the Chiefs. It's just you have another element in Patrick Mahomes, which factors in Nick Bosa for the 49ers. Someone that, look, he gets paid a big money. He's a great defensive end. One of the best defensive ends in football. Him and Chase Young have to have one of those monster games. This is the reason they traded for Chase Young yeah. in the, during the trade deadline to go after Mahomes in a Super Bowl, in a Super Bowl. like This is the game. So I think we talked about maybe the 49ers secondary being a little bit up and down. Their linebackers who are good, struggled against Detroit. This 49ers defense feels like has to have a huge impact because we saw a couple of years ago, Jared in that Buccaneers Super Bowl with the Chiefs, when they were just able to get after Mahomes relentlessly, it was virtually impossible because... A lot of the times, and this is this year especially because the Chiefs don't have their key weapons like Tyreek Kill, like they've had in years past, and Travis Kelsey has taken a potential a little bit of a step back. That the Chiefs' offense relies on Mahomes to make a play and wait for a guy to get open. If you limit that, which we have seen teams do this year, the Chiefs' offense becomes very, it, it becomes, it takes a step back in class.
1: No, yeah, I, I was going to allude to that too. You kind of took the words out of my mouth. Yes, like. The D-line, Nick Bosa, you know, he got two sacks against the Lions. Mm -hmm. He was the only guy, I mean, against Jared Goff, who can't move, he was the Mm -hmm. only guy actually getting to the quarterback. Like you said, Chase Young, you know, he hasn't been doing much in in San Francisco. You got, like, Eric Armstead, uh, Javon Hargrave. Like, Mm -hmm. their D-line is so good. And no matter how good your secondary is, it could be the best secondary in the league. Against Mahomes, like, if you let him stay in the pocket for, like, 10 seconds, just running around, rolling out, pointing at guys and just throwing it, I mean, they're going to get open, like, no matter they're how good your secondary is. Yeah. So, like, this defensive line's got to, like, get to the ability that everyone's expecting them to be. And, you know, they, they got to at least get hands – I mean, you got to get more of the hands on Mahomes because he's very slippery in the pocket. But you got to force him into, like, other – like. Force him to step up in the pocket, and then, you know, Jabon Hargraves there. Like you got to keep hitting him because your secondary is good. I mean, you're playing the Kansas City Chiefs, great, you know, great quarterback, some threats like Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey. But if you don't, if you don't get to the quarterback, no matter how good your secondary is, people are going to get open. They're just going to take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. Especially also this D line in the running game. You know, Pacheco has been doing really well this playoffs um, run, you know, not saying you got to like hold them under like 60 yards, but like you can't let them break out for the big plays. You got to get hands on them. And they have the the D line and then the linebackers to do so. They got Fred Warner, you know, one of the best linebacker in the game. And then Dre Greenlaw. So, you know, they, they gotta, you know, not allow those big plays and allow Pacheco to cut up the gap and get like 15, 20 yard plays like, He's known for getting, breaking those out once in a while. And then those linebackers also helping out the D-line in the, you know, pass pass rush, you know, game. Like Drake Greenlaw gets the quarterbacks very well. And Fred Warners, you know, he d- does so too. So utilizing those guys in the pass rush and containing Mahomes mm-hmm. or maybe pinning a spy because, you know, he's not a Josh Allen. He's not a Lamar Jackson, but he could – you could, you know, you could get those ten plus yard runs. Um, if you don't get a spy out there.
0: Yeah, and well, like you, you said a couple times, and I did as well. His playmaking behind the line of scrimmage, pointing at guys. It's usually Travis Kelsey. He's always open downfield. And you, like you said, yeah. you have the best secondary, and fo- not saying the four is do, but if you do have the best secondary football, it doesn't matter if you can't create havoc up front. Okay, so let's let's flip to the Chiefs side of the things. I want to talk about the Chiefs. Offense, because you mentioned a little bit about the Chiefs' defense in the beginning. Dude, the Chiefs' offense is such; it, it's like a mystery. Because, and it yeah, shouldn't be it when isn't. you have Travis Kelsey, when you have Patrick Mahomes, who have won Super Bowls together, multiple Super Bowls together. They're in another Super Bowl. They've been to another one and they lost. Right, like I think the most the,
1: the duo with the most touchdowns combined. Like, yes, they just you kind of t- you
0: kind of know what they are. But I don't know if this was just me, but obviously there was there's two weeks between the AFC and NFC championships in the Super Bowl, right? So the media has a ton of time to talk. ESPN, Fox Sports 1. I think we completely glossed over the fact that the Chiefs did not score a single point in the second yeah. half of that game against Baltimore. And look, Baltimore has a good defense. They have good linebackers, but they scored 17 points against the Ravens. Ravens had every chance to go win this game. We, we've talked about before, the yeah. Ravens went away from their bread and butter. They only had 11 carries with the best off- best running game in the NFL. They didn't have Lamar Jackson run. They had an untimely uh, fumble by Zay Flowers right by the goal line. They had an untimely interception by, Mal- by Lamar Jackson. Everything went south towards the end of the game for the Ravens, and they had every chance to go win that game, losing 17-10. This Chiefs offense has to show up. They can't have that second half performance again because if they do, they're going to lose this game. Because I do think the 49ers can score points because they have multiple ways to go attack you with, with Ayuk, with yeah. Kittle, with Samuel, with CMC. Like, I'm not, I'm always worried about the Chiefs' offense because of Patrick. Worried, I mean, saying like if you're rooting against them or you're playing against them, worried because they have Patrick Mahomes, right? They had 17 points at halftime, they didn't score a single point in the second half. I like, I hate to say the word like concerning because like we're going to doubt Mahomes and he's going to drop 35, but that wasn't a great performance. And I think that was completely glossed over in this past week and a half.
1: Yeah. And I, I totally agree with that. And it kind of like throughout this playoff run, it, even against the Bills, like th- I'm pretty sure that they scored like majority of their points in one half and then like didn't in the other yeah. half
0: as much. And and they struggled in the fourth quarter in it's not on like the same
1: yeah it's not on like the same caliber as like the lions the hot and cold like the lions score a ton and don't score yeah. at all but like it's it's very inconsistent like you and we saw that you can't do this against a team like the 49ers because they're not gonna get you know concerned as much because they know this continue the game plan they're gonna eventually score they're gonna eventually get stops or turnovers so, like, you can't have this hot and cold offense against the team. as the ca- That's why the 49ers are so good because they're never out of games. They have the mm-hmm. talent to come back. They have the talent to just continue doing what they do. So you can't do hot and cold. You can't score all the points and let's play defense and get stops. Like, that can't happen against this team. But I will say, you don't need to score, like, 30-plus points, I don't think. I think your defense is good enough. Yeah, even against this 49ers offense. And it kind of like – like, remember when, like, the the Broncos, Peyton Manning set records, they had the best offense in the league. Um, obviously, they didn't win the Super Bowl there, but then they came back. Their offense wasn't good, but their defense was, like, the best in the league. I'm not comparing it to that, but it's similar. Mm-hmm. Like, the Chiefs defense is better than their offense this year. we got to start accepting that. Like, yeah, they're not – at least this year i don't know future but like this year defense is better than their offense you got to accept that but you also you got to put points on the board like it's not a good enough defense where you, they're going to like hold the 49ers to 14 points and you could pull off yeah. a 17 to 14 game like basically against the ravens like but yeah i will say you can trust on that defense but you you're going to have to score at least 24 plus points.
0: Yeah, look, I agree. And you've been, you've been singing the chiefs defense praise. I would say more than more than me uh, in this, in these postseason episodes that uh, we've done the hand, the couple we've done. I agree. Look, I think it is glossed over that the fact that the chiefs have a really good defense and, probably their the best defense they've had since Patrick Mahomes has been the starting quarterback yeah. and probably not even that close um I don't have the numbers in, numbers in front of me but I don't think it's even that close no but I do like you can rely on your defense to an extent but you can't have a second half again where you don't score yeah I think you get blown out yeah. I think you get blown out. Like, I, I'm not, not saying they're going to. But if you have that second half performance again, you get blown out, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, second half. We, I mean, the 49ers scored 27 points in their second half.
0: The 49ers, what what annoyed me in that Ravens game was that the Ravens went away from their bread and butter. Yeah. They, the Ravens played it. They were down 27 were to down seven, 7 at half. The they, whole- they were down 10 at halftime. They were down 10 points at halftime and they went away from their running game they went away from using Lamar Jackson's legs they turned him turned him in to a complete pocket passer which i thought was an absolute travesty by that coaching staff by the ravens and it was it was if you're a ravens fan i would be sick to my stomach because you, you were the best had, team
1: in the league doing what you do I and see you if you're down the- if you're down 21 like okay like we got to start throwing the ball yeah you're down 7 like this is exactly where you want to be guy yeah. your defense is starting to get Stop after stop after stop. Just do what you do and run down the field. It's like
0: they played that game in that second half, and we're getting on a tangent by accident here. But they played that game like they were down. Like I said, twenty-seven to seven on half, and they had to get points quick. They were down ten points, and they should have realized that the Chiefs' offense was struggling, and the Ravens' defense stepped up in that second half. They also had some untimely, untimely mistakes. say Flowers penalty, then it's a Flowers fumble. <laughs> And then Lamar Jackson interception. So you can also pinpoint to that point. I think
1: those are the momentum shifters that kind of just like made it feel like they were losing by a lot more.
0: Yeah, that was frustrating. But I don't think Kyle Shanahan's too smart. He's already had a, he's already, he's been to two Super Bowls, one as an OC, one as a head coach, 0 2, one as an OC in Atlanta when they blew the 20 3 lead against the Patriots. And then obviously when they met in 2019, the 49ers and not 2019, 2020, no, 2019, when the 49ers and the Chiefs met in the Super Bowl. Uh, I think it's 2019, whatever. 49ers and Chiefs met the first time with Jimmy G versus Mahomes, and Mahomes got that his first ring. So I do think the the 49ers are, one, they're better coached, and I do think they're they're not going to, like you said, they're not going to go away from CMC. They're not going to go away from any of their guys. And the one thing that the 49ers can do to you that I don't know the Chiefs have that gear in offense, they do because they have Mahomes and he can make plays. But the 49ers, man, have weapons galore. Yeah. You have CMC in the backfield, they have George Kittle at tight end who's having arguably a better year than Travis Kelsey in the regular season. George Kittle had, a, I think, a very underrated year and no one really talked about it. And then, and then you have a better
1: backfield. postseason, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And and then a Debo Samuel and Brandon, not that
1: Travis Kelsey, sorry, I gotta state that, but. I think said I yeah I I I would they're definitely both, they're say both
0: great. I don't know why I said they're both great but yeah. but I I do think the 49ers have so many options on offense that I don't think you can have that type of performance again if you're the Chiefs.
1: And another thing 49ers like you said they're going to use McCaffrey like the Chiefs D I mean, which is weird because we're talking about the Ravens who weren't running the ball the Chiefs D like they were bad against the run especially in Bills game they were getting yeah. Newer and now you got McCaffrey, best running back in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, gets probably a hundred yards a game. And you could also throw Debo in there. Get him on some run plays. He's a big back not back, but he's a big receiver slash back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, utilize him in the run game too. You just gotta, I mean, besides Chris Jones, they the run rushing defense isn't that great. So, you know, use that to your advantage, and that's a big advantage to them because they will. Use that, I think.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's talk some X factors. So, if you guys follow us on social media, on Twitter, on Talking Sports, and on Instagram, we put on Instagram story as well. But Talking Sports PD, uh, Twitter's been blowing up lately. So let's let's keep that up, guys. Uh, He's got his,
1: his draft.
0: Um, the draft. Yeah, oh, the draft. Yo, yeah. If you, I know this is not, we're talking about Super Bowl. I did. We this is a Super Bowl tweet. But we've done some draft stuff, and obviously, we'll continue doing some draft stuff just to spice it up, have some fun content, uh, as always. Uh So if you guys are on YouTube, you can see this tweet uh, with the names of some X-Factors that we tweeted out. If you are either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'm going to read them out now, and then we're going to go over them uh, before we get to our predictions. And as always, like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, For offense, uh, we did Chiefs and the 49ers, obviously. So for me, for offense, I had Rasheed Rice and Trent Williams. As some X factors on offense. And JR had Marquez Valdez Scantling and George Kittle on offense. And then on defense, I had Shamari Connor and Drake Greenlaw. And then JR had George Karlofitis and Chase Young. So, JR, we're not going to break down every single one here because we have a ton of X factors here. But Mm -hmm. does anyone in particular kind of like this guy needs to show up? Big. All all these guys have to show up, but this guy needs needs to show up big time if this team wants to go win this game.
1: Yeah. So uh, you know, I'll I'll pick uh, my Chiefs defensive uh, X factor, George Karloftis, just because if the Chiefs are going to win, he's got to get some sacks. He's got to step up in the rushing game, help out Chris Jones, and if he has a big night, I think that really benefits the chiefs like a lot more than any of these other act factors. I think if the chiefs are going to win, he's got He's going to be involved a little bit. Chris Jones is going to see doubles all night. So in the pass rush, he's got to get the purdy. He's their best pass rusher aside from Chris Jones. Um, You know, he might be even their best pass rusher, you know, in simple um, Mm -hmm. just because he's on the edge. But, and then especially in the run game, he's got to help out Chris Jones, in the run, rushing game. He's got to help out those linebackers. Just because Christian McCaffrey is going to be handing the ball. That's going to be their DNA. And even with Debo. So you got to stop the run. So if he's... If the Chiefs are going to win. They need Karloftis to have a good game. Great game, actually.
0: I'll stick with the Chiefs narrative. I'll go offensive. We'll do this. We'll each give a Chiefs and we'll each go talk about right. 49ers. I'll give. I'll go Chiefs offensive. Uh, Rasheed Rice. Right? And you and I have talked about him a handful of times. He's had a very good rookie season throughout the postseason and throughout the regular season, right? And obviously, it's easier said than done to take away Travis Kelsey because it's basically never really been done throughout his career. It's been, you can limit him, you can't take him away. Obviously, the 49ers' focus is going to be to limit him, right? And if they're able to limit him in some way, and the biggest way to limit Travis Kelsey is keep him out of the end zone, let him get empty yards, don't let him score touchdowns, you usually end up winning that game. Rasheed Rice has to be that guy because the one of the reasons the Chiefs offense has been very up and down this year, mainly in the regular season and then in the Ravens game, is because they haven't had that other reliable option consistently. Rasheed Rice has been good, hasn't been consistent enough. And look, he's a rookie. You're going to get that out of a rookie. They probably have asked a little bit too much of him in his first year. This is a guy that in this type of game against a 49er secondary that I think out of the three main positions in that defense is the weak spot. This is a guy that has to have a game for the chiefs. And if they want to keep the offense moving and flowing, because I think one of the reasons this in the second half against the Ravens, they struggled. They didn't have guys that could get open. Rasheed Rice has to be that guy. He might be even more of an X factor than Travis Kelsey, because I think he's that important to this yeah. offense.
1: No, I, I definitely agree. This could be, this is the game where it's kind of like the change in the guards. Like they need Rasheed Rice to step up mm-hmm. and then, he could I mean Kelsey's getting older and you look into the next season like he's the guy. I, I agree. Like Rishi Rice needs to have a great game if they're gonna win.
0: Jerry, you gotta what do we got for yeah. 49ers X Factor?
1: Yeah, so I'll switch to the offensive side as well. I'm gonna go George Kittle here. and we were just giving him some high praise. But he needs to be heavily involved within this offense um if they want to win on Sunday. Because I feel like, you know. Throughout the regular season, IUK had a great season. De- Debo, you know, he, he had a great season when he was healthy and CMC. And I feel like, you know, Debo's the hybrid running and receiving, gets those screens. Ayuk's the you know, the passing threat, and then you got McCaffrey, who's both. But if you could get Kittle involved, it's similar to like the Lions offense kind of thing. It spreads the floor out yeah. so open. And it's just gonna make that defense so thin because they gotta they have so many like four key guys to so four superstars kind of to guard. So if you're feeding Kelsey heat um Kittle, sorry, and he's involved in the offense, like it just opens your offense so many possibilities and so much to do with it's gonna be almost impossible to stop. So I think Kittle has a great game. It'll spread to IU, then it'll spread the Debo and CMC. Like it just opens their whole offense. So if they want to score the ball and they want to score 30 plus, I think Kittle's got to be involved.
0: I agree. Look, like we talked about how many weapons the 49ers have. Obviously, Kittle's one of them. And it just gives you another weapon that isn't an explosive weapon, like with his speed. And look, if you have, you basically have three different facets of the game running the ball, receivers on the outside, and then a tight yeah. end with all legit weapons and two, obviously with Debo and I, it just creates a way easier game for Brock Purdy. Someone that would
1: quote unquote, like a perfect offense kind of thing. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they probably do with roster with the, with their weapons. (laughs) Yeah. The closest thing you can get to in the NFL uh, without being like a superstar. Yeah. Without having no salary cap and just picking and plucking the best players at each position. Uh, I'll go defense for the 49ers to round out the X factor. I like your chase young. I think that's a great one. We mentioned him earlier. We mentioned him with Nick Bosa. They have to go get after uh, Patrick Mahomes, but obviously I'll stick with mine. Uh, Dre Greenlaw, one of their linebackers with Fred Warner, and both him and Warner struggled against the Lions, and I don't think that that can't be that can't happen again if the 49ers want to win this game because of the fact that Travis Kelsey sits in the middle of the field and he gets open in the middle field, and he's made a career out of catching the ball in the middle of the field. Who plays in the middle of the field? One, Fred Warner, and then two, obviously, Dre Greenlaw. I think he's going to have a, he's a huge factor in this game because if he's on his A game and if he plays up to his ability, I think you can limit their number one possibility. And when teams have limited Travis Kelsey to an extent this year, they have struggled on offense. So I think Dre Greenlaw is a huge factor in this game. Along, you can probably throw Fred Warner in that yeah. as well.
1: I I totally agree with that. And I feel like Dre Greenlaw, I feel like the games I've watched more so than Fred Warner, he's the guy on that defense that kind of creates turnovers. He'll force fumbles, Mm -hmm. you know, not saying Fred Warner doesn't, but like the games I've watched, it's been Dre Greenlaw and those linebacking core, the duo, Dre Greenlaw and uh, Fred Warner. That's kind of like the DNA of this defense kind of all comes through them. So I I totally agree. Drain Greenlaw, he plays passionate. He's a passionate player. So, like, he's fired up. He's playing well. It's huge for that defense.
0: Okay. That is going to do it for our X-Factors. Yeah. Okay. That time of the show, our predictions. Straight up, and then obviously on Sunday, if you follow us on social media at Talking Sports PD, we'll give you guys our spread picks uh, for the 49ers Chiefs. But we're going straight up, and hey, we might do both in the tweet just to, to keep it uh yeah. keep it fun. It's the Super Bowl, right? But JR, before, actually, before that, should we throw as in always, our uh, just
1: throw in a Super Bowl MVP too?
0: Yeah, you know what? I didn't mention that. Well, You'll... I didn't tell you, I didn't tell you to prepare for anything, obviously, yeah. but I didn't prepare for anything technically with like predictions. Um. But yeah, we'll throw a Super Bowl MVP. But as always, if you're in the comment section on YouTube, let us know who you got in the game. And like Jared just said, give us your Super Bowl MVP. Um, two years ago, I went Von Miller for the Rams because I said, screw it. Uh, <laughs> I was so wrong, but I don't know. I hate going quarterbacks. It's not fun yeah. picking a quarterback. So maybe, we'll, maybe I won't go quarterback just to keep it spicy. But Jared, Chiefs, 49ers, who's taking home the Lombardi Trophy?
1: Yeah, so Pete, you know, I do like the Chiefs. I'll be rooting for them on Sunday. This is going to be a great game, I think. I think it'll be fairly close, at least at part of the game. Um, I don't know. Maybe at the end, make it, take it out of hand. I'm going to go 49ers here. I think I think the storyline of them, <laughs> you're looking at me weird Next, You thought I was going to pick the Chiefs. Yeah, so. I
0: did not see that coming.
1: Yes. I'm going with, like, who I th- – I'm not putting my emotion into the game or anything. I think 49ers, they played some really close games throughout. They haven't played a defense like the Chiefs, but they in the playoffs, they played against in during the regular season. They're not foreign to a good defense, and their offense is very capable of playing against good defenses. Yeah. So I'm going to go 49ers. I think at a certain point in the game, Chiefs offense is going to have trouble scoring. And that defense can't hold this offense to what they've been doing against the Ravens and Bills and stuff. So I'm going 49ers. And this is an easy way to not go quarterback here. I'm going CMC, Super Bowl MVP. It's kind of a sellout a little bit because, you know, quarterback always going to win it. But I think on the 49ers side, McCaffrey's got very favorable odds. Um, might get two touchdowns, might get three. I'm going Christian McCaffrey. He's led him a whole year and he's gonna get his first Super Bowl MVP. First Super Bowl, but also MVP.
0: If you're on YouTube and you saw my facial expression and obviously in the audio platform, Jared referenced it. I didn't I thought Jared was going Chiefs. So I thought we were gonna have a split. Look, Jared said he's rooting for the Chiefs on Sunday. I'm gonna be blate, blat- I'm going to be honest here. I'm not rooting for the Chiefs on Sunday. Like, if you guys have followed me on social media, if you've watched this podcast over the years, I'm a Bills fan, so I'm sick. Obviously, I'm sick of the Chiefs, and I am not rooting for the Chiefs this Sunday. So that might be a reason I picked the 49ers, but I can kind of pick who I want. I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers. I think you laid it out perfectly. I don't know if the Chiefs will be able to put four quarters of offensive football. I think their defense is fine. I think their defense will take do their job, eventually defense potentially could run out because of how good this 49ers offense is. I think Brock Purdy knows his role, knows what he's supposed to do. Don't make mistakes and go let the playmakers kind of do their thing. So I like the 49ers. I think it's going to be super, super close, Uh, but I do think the 49ers win this game. I think they just have a little bit too much on offensively and look. Kyle Shanahan's 0-2 in Super Bowls, one as an OC, one as a head coach. I think it's time he gets his Super Bowl, and I think he deserves one because he's a heck of a heck of a coach, and I think it would be cool to see maybe a CMC, and like a George Kittle, go get that ring. So I'm going to go 49ers. Uh, I think they have too much offensively, and I think Fred Warner maybe makes a play. Now, you know what? Drake Greenwald makes a play because I said he was the next factor. He goes and makes a play, and maybe because you said Chase Young, he goes and makes a play. A play, okay. What about that? Uh, MVP, okay. For this, for the sake of the show to not be boring, uh, you went CMC. I was so hoping you're not hoping, but I was like, Jared's going Chiefs, he's gonna go Travis Kelsey to win MVP, or maybe like Pacheco or Rice to be a little splashy or, or Mahomes, right? And I'm like, okay, I'll go 49ers and I'll All go right. CMC. I would probably go CMC here, you can double down. I'm not because no, no, no. I like to keep it fun. I would All probably right. go CMC here. Just to be honest with you, I'd probably go CMC here, but I'll go another player. I'll go George Kittle.
1: I knew you were gonna go that right
0: after. I was either that or Debo Samuel. I thought uh you're gonna
1: go drink Greenlaw for a sec when you say you yeah, I'll just ball. go let's just
0: go defense. I went two years ago, I went defense. Yeah. We just just keep going. If I was going defense, it'd probably be like a Nick Bosa, but like in order to win defensive MVP in this type of game, like Malcolm Smith with Seattle, had to
1: you, you would love Malcolm Smith if you picked him.
0: Yeah, but like I don't think he, they, Malcolm Smith deserved it because I thought like other defense. He made one play. I thought other yeah, defensive pick, six. Yeah. I know. I thought like Cam Chancellor, Richard Sherman played great. Like, I thought there was a ton of guys. You also, see, I
1: feel like you gotta. In this MVP, I know it's one game, but also like who kind of helped bring you here? I know it's one game. Who played last yeah. there? But, but it's like. like- got to factor that in a little bit. If Nick
0: Bosa wants to go win it, he has to have like three sacks maybe, and then all the 49ers 49ers are driving at the end to go win the game. Here comes Nick Bosa with the strip sack. They recover the 49ers win, and you're like – and the game was 17-14, and no one really did much offensively, and you're like, oh, it's Nick Bosa. I don't think – I'm going to go to George Kittle, but I do think if you're probably taking money on who – if the 49ers are going to win, MVP would probably be CMC. Uh, Okay. This was fun. This is, as always, we've done it the last couple of years. Uh, We started when we were back in sophomores doing these uh, Super Bowl videos. Uh, Chiefs Buccaneers was our first one. And obviously now we're out of college and we're still doing this. So (laughs) why not? Um, But as always, guys, like, comment, and subscribe. And Jar, where can everyone find us on social media? Yeah,
1: we are on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. At Talking Sports PD. Like Peter mentioned, we'll post our picks and we'll probably post a pick, but the spread, even though it's like two and a half, it's kind of close, but of we'll do a post before um, the game. So please keep up to date. Follow us at Talking Sports PD for all that content.
0: Yep. And as always, use Underdog Fantasy. Guys, use code TSP. Link will be in the description.
1: Thanks Subscribe.
0: Parlays. Come on. Yeah. Just go crazy! It's the Super Bowl. Use the hundred dollars you deposited and put it all on a make five. Like pick them. Yeah, go make some money. As always, like comment and subscribe. We are not going anywhere. We got college basketball content, NBA content, baseballs around the season, NFL draft is coming up. All that kind of things. We are not going anywhere just because the NFL season is ending. Uh, but hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, like comment and subscribe. We'll see you guys in the next one. And this was the Talking Sports Podcast. And Thank you.